Alhamdulillah, 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 من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا مولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يديه الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصي ما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله ملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى سيدنا مولانا محمد وأصحابه وبارك وسلم وقد قال تبارك وتعالى وكلا نقص عليك من أنباء الرسل ما نثبت به فؤادك وجاءك في هذه الحق وموعظة وذكرى للمؤمنين صدق الله العظيم The most respected others in Brazil Islam I've recited a verse of the 12th para when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَكُلَّنْ نَقُصُّ عَلَيْكَ مِنْ أَنْبَاءِ الرُّسُلِ That every one of the incidents that we have mentioned of Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam What was the reason we had mentioned it to you? لِنُثَبِّتَ بِهِ فُعَدَةً So that we will strengthen your iman and so that we will strengthen your belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala your belief in the akhirat and your a'mal asitra will become even more firm so that your heart would feel at ease that what I am doing is 100% correct. And many of them went to different, different conditions 
And many of these conditions we are facing also sometimes. But I just wish to speak about one quality which was found in all Anbiya Muslim, but most perfect in one Nabi that is Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَاتَّخَذَ اللَّهُ إِبْرَاهِيمَ خَلِيلًا Allah had made him his friend. Everyone wants to become the friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what was the special quality that he had that made him a friend? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had to call him Khalilullah. And the quality that he had which is missing in us today is the quality of submission. Today we have a submission problem. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the beginning of this verse where he speaks about وَاتَّخَذَ اللَّهُ إِبْرَاهِيمَ خَلِيلًا Allah Ta'ala says وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ دِينًا مِمَّنْ أَسْلَمَ وَجْهَهُ لِلَّهِ وَهُوَ مُحْسِنٌ That who has a better deen, who is a better Muslim than that person? Number one, he has submitted himself completely to Allah. And secondly, he has true ikhlas and he does everything for the only for Allah subhanahu He does everything only for Allah. That is, iman also is only for the sake of Allah. Not for any ulterior motives. Under this verse, Mufti Shafi Sahib rahimahullah in Ma'arif al-Quran has mentioned that there are many organizations that start and they start with very good intentions and we cannot even doubt people's intentions. And they are doing many, they're doing a lot of good work also. But the one ingredient that is missing is that they haven't submitted to the commands of Allah. Many a times they break the commands of Allah. With all the good intentions that they have, but when it's not done according to the Sharia, it's not, according, it's not done according to the commands of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Then with all the good intentions, that action is not accepted. So this is a problem that we have amongst us, amongst Muslims, is that we are not prepared to submit completely to Allah. We have a submission problem. Some people become even very proud also. And they say that no one must tell me what to do. Who are you to tell me what is halal and what is haram? Who are you to tell me how must I must lead my life in my business? I must How I must deal in my business? How I must deal with my marriage? How I must deal in my home? Who are you to tell me? But when the problem comes after that, they want to run to the alim. Now you sort my problem out. In the first place, you did not want to submit to the command of Allah. Then obviously you're going to ask for trouble after that. And then some people go one step further. They want to justify the wrong. They will give some fancy interpretation for whatever they're doing. So this was what shaitan even did. So we need to understand that when it comes to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's only two groups. Allah says, وَالَّذِي خَلَقَكُمْ فَمِنْكُمْ كَافِرُ وَمِنْكُمْ مُؤْمِنُ You're either a kafir or you're a believer. There's no in-between. You're either a complete believer or you're a kafir. And also Allah mentions one in another verse, أُولَيْكَ حِزْبُ اللَّهِ وَأُولَيْكَ حِزْبُ الشَّيْطَانِ you either the group of Allah or the group of shaitan. Now let's see what's the response of the group of shaitan and what's the response of the group of Allah. How does the group of shaitan respond to the commands of Allah? And how does the, how does the group of Allah respond to the commands of Allah? We all know the famous incident of shaitan. That when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him to, to make the sajda, then what was his response? That I am better than him. So he was questioning the command of Allah. That I am better than him, why should I be making sajda? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not even feel it the need to even answer shaitanos. If a father tells a, a child, they do this. And now the child wants to ask the father, 
why should I be doing this? So the father will tell him that, do it because I told you to do it. There's no need to ask a question like that, because I know what's good for you. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is being hakim. The meaning of hakim, we normally translate as wise. In Arabic it means, الَّذِي لَا يَخْلُوا عَنِ الْحِكْمَةِ There's nothing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is free of hikmah. That is free of any wisdom. Everything of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is full of wisdom. Whether we understand the wisdom or not. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not even feel the need to even answer shaitan. He just said, قَالَ خُرُجْ مِنْهَا Just get out from it. Even the ulama mentioned that this reasoning of shaitan was also wrong. He said, أَنَا خَيْرٌ min. I'm made of fire. He's made of sand. Fire goes up, sand goes down. Ibn Kathir rahimullah, explaining this verse, he said that even his logic was wrong. Fire brings everything down. It burns everything down. And with sand and bricks, we build things. Everything comes up. So his logic was wrong also. But the point here is this, that in front of the command of Allah, your logic means nothing. Allah did not even feel the need to ask, answer him. That your logic means nothing here. If you look at the Jews, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speak about the Bani Israel. In the time of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded Musa alayhi salatu wasalam that you need to enter into Syria. From Misr, that is Egypt, you need to enter into Syria. The Amalika, that is the Kuffar, have taken over. So you need to make jihad with your people. What is the response of his people? فَذْهَبْ أَنْتَ وَرَبُّكَ فَقَاتِلَا إِنَّ هَوْنَا قَائِدُونَ You and your Allah can carry on, we are going to sit here. We are not ready to accept. Allah says, no problem. You are not ready to accept? I will put you in my prison. Allah says, يَتِهُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ We put them into our prison. Not like a normal prison. This is a prison, is a big land. They're trying to come out from this land, they can't come out. For 40 years, they're moving around this land, in the morning they would leave, they try to get out of this place, by the end of the day, they're still in the same place. Allah says, this is my prison. You may think you can get away from me, you can't get away from me. I will make your life a misery. For 40 years, they were in this place. Despite all that they did, despite them not submitting to Allah, Allah was still so kind to them. In that prison of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah ta'ala still gave them man and salwa, gave them the food was even sorted out, shelter was sorted out, nothing to worry about, everything was sorted out. They asked for water, water was even available, everything was available, but they still didn't want to submit. So Allah says, وَمَنْ عَرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً ضَنْكَ That person who turns away from my command, I will make his life a misery. He may be thinking he's making a lot of progress as far as the dunya is concerned. But as far as his connection with Allah is concerned, he's far away. He's far away from the connection of Allah. A prison which is not really a prison. But so this is what happens when a person is not ready to submit to the commands of Allah. Life becomes constrained. Problems start happening. But on the other side, look at those people who have submitted completely to Allah. We just spoke about Ibrahim wasalam. His condition was not easy. He had no family support. He had no community support. He had no... Support from even government, nothing. No support at all. Inna Ibrahim kana ummatan. He was one man. He was one man, he was like an ummah. Standing alone. But what was his condition? Allah says, إِثْقَالَ lahu rabbuhu aslim. Allah told him, submit. He did not say, alright, I'll think about it. Let me make some istikhara. Maybe go and, and I'll speak to my family. We'll see whether there's benefit for me or no benefit. No, 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 nothing like that. قَالَ أَسْلَمْتُ Without any hesitation, أَسْلَمْتُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ I have submitted completely to the Rabb of Allah. Now this is called no hesitation. No hesitation at all. No half-hearted. Fully, completely. Now see what's the response of Allah now. When he's thrown into the fire, Ibn Kathir rahimahullah has mentioned that the malaika come to him. Allah knows everything. The malaika come to him. As I told you, he got no support around him. He's alone. 
Now the malaika come to support him and they tell him, that, can we help you? He asked him the question, this is such a situation now, like you are like a desperate situation. You are alone. But the question he asked him, who sent you here? Did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send you? No. Allah ta'ala never sent you, I don't need you. Allah knows my condition. He just had to say that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed the fire directly. You see, when a person gives himself completely to Allah, he'll get the complete help of Allah. When we give ourselves, unfortunately, we give ourselves partly Half-heartedly to Allah. Then you get that type of responses. Allah says, Afatu'minuna bi-ba'dil kitabi wa takfuruna bi-ba'd. Are you believing in part of the kitab? What suits you, you'll take it. What suits, what does not suit you, you don't take it. So, فَمَا جِزَاهُ مَنْ يَفْعَلُ ذَلِكَ مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا خِزْيٌ Then obviously, what is the, what is the result of such a response? Is that you're gonna get disgrace only. Because you're giving yourself half-heartedly to me, and you expect me that I must give you my full help. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that you have to give yourself fully. Now when Ibrahim al-Islam gave himself fully, now you see the response, Allah directly, he addresses the fire. قُلْنَا يَا نَارُكُونِ بَرْضَوْ وَسَلَامًا عَلَى Ibrahim. Now you become cool. <coughs> and his test was not day, it wasn't finished. We know you went through so many tests. But look at the submission, the submission. Calling up. Speaking about submission. And now, when he comes to Makkatul Mukarramah, he's told to bring his family there. Min It's a place that is barren. Nothing there. Everything seems to be going against logic. Why am I saying, come here? But as we have said, that our logic is one side and the command of Allah is one side. Our logic means nothing in front of the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he's told not to answer his family, not to answer anything, no verbal utterance from him. And obviously the family is going to ask him, what are you leaving us here for? Why are you leaving us? And now he left him and he's walking away. And look at what's the response of his wife now. Allahu amaraka. Did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell you to do this? He just shook his head to say yes. And what is her response? He then, lam Then he will not let us go to waste. If Allah told you to do this, then Allah will look after us also. And this brings us to a very, very important point. That what is our point of reference when we have any problems? What is our point of reference? Is our point of reference Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa If that's our point of reference, then you won't have any problems. Whether it's in our marriages, whether it's in our businesses, or whether in any other problem. In a marriage, if the husband knows that my point of reference is shariat, Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the wife also knows that. Then we only need to get one answer, only, only what, what does shariat say. And everyone is accepting it. And if two business partners are having a problem, and they know that their point of reference is Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then there's no problem. But unfortunately today, one is what shariat says, and what is what A says and B says. We don't want to know what shariat says, we want to know what we have to say. That is why we can't resolve our problems. But here, the point of reference is one. What was the answer? If Allah told you to do it, finish. I'm not going to argue about this. I'm not going to speak about my rights and your rights and everyone else's rights. It's what Allah wants from us. Then, there's no problem. So we're speaking about this aspect of submission that is missing in us today. Now we go one step further now. Look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what He does when you submit yourself completely. You are remembered forever. There was no media in all that. Who was there? There was no media there. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying there's no one to record what you are doing, but I'm recording it. And right till the day of Qiyamah. People will remember you. How Hajjah alayhi salatu wasalam, how she was running from Safa to Marwa. Where she stopped, where she walked, where she ran, everything is recorded. That right till the day of Qiyamah, people will follow you and people will remember you. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, he goes and he builds the Kaabatullah. 
At that time also, what was his dua? Rabbana waj'alna muslimaini. Oh Allah, make us completely submitted to you. We will become submitted to you. And when you come submitted to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you everything. We all know of Umar radiallahu ta'ala in his time. In the time of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, time of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa there was a dispute between a munafiq, a hypocrite, and a Jew. And the dispute came in front of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and Nabi Wasallam gave the verdict in view of the Jew. And the Munafiq was not happy about it. A Munafiq is that person who outwardly he shows he's a Muslim. But inwardly he doesn't have Iman and Islam. So he was upset about this. So he thought, and let's go to Umar radiallahu ta'ala, thinking in his heart that maybe Umar radiallahu ta'ala, right, he will give a verdict against the Jew. And now when they come to, to Umar radiallahu ta'ala, the Jew before even the Munafiq could speak, he told Umar Ranu, we already went to Nabi Sallallahu And Nabi Sallallahu already gave the word. So Umar Ranu asked this Munafiq, is it true? Did you go to Nabi Sallallahu And he said, yes. What was the verdict? He gave the verdict in, in lieu of the Jew. And I, I wasn't happy about it. Umar Ranu said, wait here. He goes in the back, he brings his sword, and he beheads this Munafiq. He said, that person who cannot listen and do not accept the verdict of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He doesn't, he's not fit to live. Now obviously the family coming. Now they were claiming for kisos and retaliation that he killed this person without any right. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came and revealed the verses, فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُوكَ فِيمَا شَدْرَ بَيْنَهُمْ That none of you has true iman until he makes Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the deciding fact in all his affairs. So here Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that the sign of true iman is that the person is submits himself completely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the problem that we're having today. I will end off with one a pious person had mentioned. He says that the sahaba radiallahu ta'ala, their condition was what? That whenever Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said anything to them, they said, Sami'ana wa atana. We have heard and we have obeyed. And the Jews, Allah speaks about them in the Quran. Whenever they heard anything from Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they said, Sami'ana we have heard and we have disobeyed. And today the condition is that we say, Sami'ana wastamta'ana. That we have heard and if it benefits me, I'll take it. If it benefits me, then only I'll take it. If it doesn't benefit me, I won't take it. So we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'll end off with the dua of Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam. Where he said that, Oh Allah, make me, make my progeny and our children, make us completely submissive to all the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa akhirud da'wana. And Alhamdulillah.